Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection, brought to you by Child Advocates, your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And good afternoon and welcome to Community Connection. I'm Tina Cosby. Today is Wednesday, October the 25th. Quick programming note, due to our pastor and clergy appreciation uh, luncheon tomorrow, uh, we will not have a live show, but rather an encore show tomorrow. So please make note of that. No live show tomorrow, uh, but you will be able to hear uh, an encore or past show. Uh, let's bring in our contributing analyst, James Patterson, right now. Hey, good afternoon, Tina. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, James. How are you? I'm just fine. Great. Wonderful. Mm. Welcome back. Welcome back. I, I didn't realize it was, uh, yeah, boy, boy, we, you know, when we got stuff to do to get things prepared, it's, 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 it's it gets to be one o'clock real early. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, oh, yeah, it does. I mean, you're usually on time anyway. But oh, really? Okay. It, it, yeah, every once in a while. We'll go with that. <laughs> a couple of minutes or so, but you're, you're, still, you're still right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of stuff. Um, like I was saying, tomorrow, uh, you know, we're not going to be live. We're going to all, everybody's going to be over at the Walker uh, saying thank you. Uh, to uh, the pastors and clergy who um, help make uh, praise AM 1310 what it is. And so we say thank you. Well deserved. Uh, yeah, well deserved, well deserved. It's always good to say thank you. So we will yeah. do, be doing that. Uh, but then we'll be back uh, live again on Friday, uh, which is typically all open lines and we can review. We had a couple of guests scheduled for today. They had to reschedule. So we'll do kind of a kind of a hybrid of sorts today, James. How's that? Yeah, that's that's fine. You know, yeah. People well, love it. So. Yeah. Well, since you were last here, um, as I was saying on Monday, um, I, I got this message, and we were heading into the weekend when I got it. It was too late to do uh, a show uh, about it, but um, I, I didn't know if you had heard about that uh, that situation uh, in Beach Grove, the lawsuit uh, that the parents had to file to protect their uh, their teenage boys from defamation uh, from the. Uh, School board candidate Rick Skirvin and uh, uh, not candidate, school board member and mayoral candidate for Beach Grove, Rick Skirvin. Yeah, I did see reports on it. And I heard a little yeah. bit about it yeah. um, on yeah. your show as well. Yeah, we talked about that on Monday. Um, yeah, it's it's unfortunate, um, and and I I get the I you know once you look at the overall, first of all, it's just it's unfortunate how it all came together, but when you look at the, these these children, their future, these are good kids, upstanding kids, never been in trouble a day in their lives, uh, and and just simply didn't do it. If they if they would have done it, there would have been evidence and information to to prove that. I mean, I I can't declare it would appear. Okay, let, let me get back on track here. Yeah, it would appear yeah. as if there was. But when you look at the fact that the police department has not filed a report, CBS, Walgreens have not filed a report, and this happened back in August. Uh, yeah, videos have been reviewed uh, and looked at. Uh, even the photograph that apparently was sent to the school board did not show the children putting candy in their pockets. And so, um, you know, 
by all indications, uh, why are you trying to accuse these children of something that it appears that they did not do? Uh, yeah, um, there's a couple of problems with 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 what they you know how they tried to frame these these children, um, and, and you know, like I said, I I don't know all of the details, so I don't know uh, right or wrong or what what was going on. No, I nor do I. Uh-uh. Yeah, not, but I take you at at your word that the information that you've uncovered showed that there is no liability there. But why didn't the 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 establishment? That's the one point I want to make. Um, call the police, file charges, even exactly. Uh, yeah, even you know, in absentia, even after the children had left. Why didn't they file at least a report with the police department? That's number one. That's number one. They they declined to do it for what reason? I don't know. I haven't interviewed them, so I don't know. But right. normally, if a store is robbed or burglarized, they call. They're going to report. Or their store security. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then second, my second um, issue with how it was handled was there, it was on a Saturday, so there was no reason to report to the school board. If it was a school day and they were either going home, right. coming to school, absent, skipping school, that's one thing. There was no reason, none, to go to the school board. So that was kind of odd in itself. So I just I think there's a lot of problems uh, with the, the the mayoral candidate who did this, and plus it's in the middle of an election, so that's a, that raises another red flag. Why are you why are you raising this issue and you're running for office, which is it's you know likely which it did bring attention to yourself. People have to ask: Is this a, is this something to do with your your political aspirations? Yeah. So those are the three things that bothered me about it. Yeah, and. Um... You know, the other thing was that the, the, the attorney and the parents who were here uh, said that they were accused of putting together a political hit job uh, against the uh, the school board member and mayoral candidate. And I, I found that to be interesting uh, as well because well, they had, were just responding. And they yeah, they were responding. Sure. And and the candidate made it public by sending it to the school board. No one would have ever known about it had they handled it uh, the way most of these things are handled. But I, I, I just find it interesting that of all of the entities, the security at the stores, the stores themselves. The, the story was um, the boys were looking for batteries. That That's the story. They were looking for batteries. Uh, one store, and I can't remember the order, either CVS didn't have them and they went to Walgreens or Walgreens didn't have them and they went to CVS. So that's why CVS and Walgreens are both um, involved. And um, mm-hmm. apparently from what I gleaned from our conversation Monday, uh, it was the uh, fiance or wife or whatever of the candidate who gave it to the can you know told the candidate here and then the candidate um, sent it to the school board which again is just an odd you know just an odd chain uh, of whatever so anyway but but the point being that these these young men um, have colleges and and I think one said ac- ac- academic and athlete ac- athletic, uh, aspirations and things of those nature. They're 16. Uh, and if this stuff stays on your record, you know, there go your chances. I mean, for a future, a security of uh, 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 whatever, you know, a scholarship, you know, yeah. your life. I mean, and, yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, and so not even so much as to get a, a public apology, the families felt like they had to do something to preserve the future.
future of these kids. Uh, and yeah. if they're not going to get an apology from any, and they, you know, what I found admirable, James, I will say this, is they work the system. They did everything exactly the way it was supposed to be done. Yeah, yeah, they did. And like I said, it, the, the school, there's no reason for the school to be involved in this. It was on a weekend. The establishment did not report a theft or a burglary or anything like that. Um, you know, and, and the yeah. parents would not have acted unless um, the, the candidate's name is, I believe, is Rick Skirvin. Uh, Rick Skirvin, yeah, he's a board member of the school. There was no reason to bring the school in. It was off campus, after hours, on the weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that just, you know, belies, yeah. um, you know, uh, yeah. um, it, it just is yeah. it, not relevant. It, it belies thought. You it know? does. I mean, it I, really I, does. Yeah, and, and, and again, I was saying when. Uh, like I said, it was late Friday or some point. Anyway, Scoop, Steve Scoop Jefferson, um, you know, made me aware of it. He said, "Hey, this is, this is one of my friends, and you know, you might want to look into this." I'm like, "Well, dang, sure will." So first thing Monday, uh, we had him on, and again, you know, Steve still. Uh, uh, what well, one of the sixteen year olds or one of his friends? Uh, the father of one of the 16-year-olds oh, was okay. one of Steve's okay. friends. Uh, but he does, he did tell me that he knows the young man who was accused. Uh, okay. And he said, you know, Steve was involved with uh, the Botillionaire, you know, the Bows and, uh, you know, mentoring young people and all kinds of things. So he may have known him through that. I don't know how he knew. But he said his father, uh, Pete Lee, the dad, was his friend. And yeah. um, he said, uh, yeah. so anyway. But be that, you know, so... Um, We'll see what happens. They're they're going through the legal system, and you know we wish them you know we wish them well. Yeah, I mean as the case winds through. One thing is they're they're trying to protect, like you said, their their students' reputation. Yeah, and their futures. Yeah, and that's one thing you know that that really parents uh, and young people should really be cognizant of, Tina, and that is if 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 you as a as a young person or a parent of a young person mm-hmm. um you know trying to to raise your child if that child gets something a mark against his or her record um it 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 just it hurts them it hurts them because really does. Of the way the system works and how they keep records about stuff and i mean it could pop up uh, I mean, you could be in line for like 10, 20 years down the road. You could be in line for a, a, a promotion or, you know, uh, mm-hmm. up to a high position in a corporation uh, or mm-hmm. a, a grant or, or something like that. And, and and that pops up on your record. And I'll say, okay, we've got two candidates. They're, they're really good. Both of them equal. Mm-hmm. This candidate is even a little bit heads above the other one, but he has or she has this mark you know when they were 16 years old they were accused of stealing mm-hmm. so yeah. you know they quite naturally they'll probably go with the other person just to protect themselves just just in case so just it in couldn't case. come up somewhere yeah. so again we wish them well um also on friday um after we went off the air um uh, the Madis- the Madam Walker Legacy Center, uh, Madam C.J. Walker Memorial Way was uh, officially marked. Uh, you know, six markers were installed. So uh, the president of the Madam Walker Legacy Center, Christian Strickland, uh, was here. And that's a great thing. That That is a tremendous thing. This is a stretch along Indiana Avenue. It doesn't change anybody's addresses. It's just a stretch uh, recognized yeah. um, for that. I mean, so that was a good thing. Recognizes a great yeah. closure, a great, 
Indianapolis, uh, you know, pioneer. Yeah, yeah. And, so, uh, and, uh, and it really a pioneer who impacted the lives with her hair care products yeah. uh, across the world, yeah. uh, helping black women to uh, change their appearance, to become more flexible with their hair. And, and she's just she's an international icon. And to name a street after her is, is uh, I think, a long time yeah. Coming. Yeah. Well, yeah, she just uh, put the E in entrepreneur, entrepreneur yeah, for, yeah. for women and African-Americans alike. So we, we really applaud yeah. that. Uh, also on Monday, uh, James Julia Vaughn, our voter education expert, was here. And she was just in to remind everyone about the deadlines. And, um, you know, we talked about the good, the bad and the ugly <laughs> of voting. Yeah. And, and you know, we, we, we focus mostly on the good, though. And and the good was that I, I love the vote centers. I love the, the, the convenience and the flexibility of 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 uh, voting with the vote centers, um, the deadlines are a little uh, you know a little unforgiving, and uh, the number of vote centers is uh, not necessarily in, in a plus, but the fact that they exist is. Uh, and then the uh, the early voting, um, uh, which you know is is kind of restricted, but. Hey, we do the best we can. We're going to do the, just get out there and vote is the main thing. Um, and then, yeah. Huh? Sky. I voted. I voted. I voted. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Give it to him. <laughs> I voted. You did. So, so don't. Don't show me no ads. <laughs> don't show me no ads. I already voted. I don't need your ads. I don't need your help. Uh-huh. And they are getting more. James, uh, it was... Uh, it was estimated, and I, I think a couple of different outlets reported it, so I can't attribute it to just one in particular, but uh, an aggregate of outlets are estimating that over $21 million has mm. been spent on the campaign Man just again. for mayor alone. Just for mayor. Yeah. Just for mayor. Yeah, and most of that is spent by one candidate well, yeah. who, uh, <laughs> who really did not outraise the mayor, Jefferson Shreve, no, or he loaned, or is it Le- lent? Loaned him. He uh, he lent. Third, I think he, he. What is the what is the tense is there? Le- he uh, he gave himself a loan. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. He he wrote uh, himself uh, a loan. Like more than ten million dollars, and it might be and counting. Uh-huh. So you know, just money coming into you. And by the way, you know the Indiana, the Indianapolis rather Chamber of Commerce. Guess who they endorsed. Uh, I you know what we didn't have that on it. They endorsed uh, Mayor Hogsett. They did. Yeah, and yeah. Then normally that's unusual. Group like that is yeah. go with their a Republican candidate, but not so. Yeah, I, I I didn't really. Yeah, I that that one raised a little bit of an eyebrow. And I'm like, hmm, yeah. okay, well that's interesting. But yes, the Chamber of Commerce, which like you say, typically uh, goes uh, conservative and GOP, uh, put their. Uh, their votes behind uh, Hogsett. Interesting. So we'll see if you can buy an election, finance uh, your campaign yourself, and basically flood the airways with negative ads. We'll see if that works. If that, get, if that me, gets you. I'm done with it. <laughs> You're over it, honey. I'm bye. over it. Don't you be say, bye. Don't show me no more. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and the, But again, the key is going to have to be voter turnout mm-hmm. uh, because the polls, and again, I, I would have to look. I think Dion told me the last one he looked at was, uh, uh, I mean, Hogsett was over, you know, ahead by 10, between 8 to 10, a lot.
Okay. A lot yeah. to make up. But that doesn't mean anything because... It doesn't mean it can be. When I went there mm-hmm. I uh, yesterday, I voted. And when I went in to the city county uh-huh. building, 200 uh-huh. East Washington Street, uh-huh. I made it a point to ask the election workers, the poll workers, uh-huh. how it's been. Because there wasn't that many people when I went in. They said, nope, it's been steady. It's been steady. Yeah, that's what most. I've been hearing all along. Yeah, steady. Yeah. So most it, most uh, people come lunchtime and, you know, right before they close at five, you know, uh, after work. OK. OK. Yeah. yeah. Steady is the word I keep getting uh, from there. And steady is good. I mean, heavy is better, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> steady is better than light. Yeah. Much better than. Well, good for you, James. So did uh, when did you go in the morning? You say you went around lunchtime. I went after lunch in the afternoon. I think it was around between three and four. I wanted to go in the morning, but I had some stuff to do, and I didn't get there till, yeah. until between okay. three and four. And um, there, there, no, there were no people outside, you know, handing out. You know how it's like going through a gauntlet when you vote. You, you get all these. Yeah, you're not inundated with all the mm-hmm, people telling you to vote for this person or that person. Mm-hmm. Nobody was there. Yeah. We walked right in. All those dead trees. All that. All the all the dead trees. And there was only paper. two two races on the ballot. So it's quick and easy. It's like five minutes. Uh, the mayor and the council person in my district who was unopposed. unopposed. Yeah, he's unopposed. <laughs> Carlos right. Perkins. And so, you know, that, that was a foregone conclusion. Carlos uh, Perkins so. is your – I thought you told me yours was John Barth. Yeah, but see, they changed the district. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they changed the district. Changed the district. Mm-hmm. And now it's it's, it's Mr. Carlos. Perkins who is mm-hmm. going to be my representative. I'm Unopposed. I'm talking to him about streets and other things. I'm sure he's going to get to know you. I know that. <laughs> he <is. laughs> he's going to get to know you, James. <laughs> Jeff, go ahead. How are you? Is Jeff hey, James, how you guys doing? Doing good. Hey, how are Jeff? you? And by the way, I voted too. I voted this past Monday, so oh, good, good, wow. good. Thank you, thank yeah, you. I did my you. civic duty, and uh, I uh, well, I'm, I'm not going to go into it, but I'm pretty sure you know who I voted. You're for. over all the ads, is just <laughs> like James is. You're over all of it. Well, yeah, I'm over it, and I, I heard enough to convince me to, yeah. who uh, I think is the best person for the job, and uh, and it's, you know, it's not a guy who's. In the, who's able to write himself alone, so uh, yeah, it kind of narrows it down. So yeah, but anyway, I, two things. It seemed like um, Trump and his legal team are uh, kind of like, you know, want to do the canary, uh, do the the canary things. Are singing. Uh, Miss Jenna Ella, she was crying about how sorry she was. You know, she's one of the mm-hmm. uh, people who were interfering down there in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And now I guess Mark Meadows has cut some kind of deal with Fannie Willis. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So, uh, you know, I see that the uh, uh, the rats are jumping ship. Yeah. So to say. You mean they're pleading guilty. They're pleading guilty, yeah. Not only that, they're agreeing to cooperate. Yeah. Exactly. But you know what? The the ones that are holding out still, uh, somebody pointed this out, and it's a good point. 
Uh, the longer the others hold out, probably the less there is to, to get in terms of favorability. Because once you get the big fish, two or three, you know, the top two or three, the top one or two, you don't need anybody else to, to say, well, hey, I can tell you something. What, you know, do you need it or do you not? You know, so. Yeah, I uh, mean, it's pretty much, yeah. You, uh, these people, these lower level clowns, and yeah. that's our clowns. They, yeah, they may end up some jail time because they, oh, may, yeah. they may not have yeah. anything to offer in addition or new yeah uh, oh, absolutely so yeah they may you know it's yeah. like well, well i don't want to hear what you got to say let's go so <laughs> yeah i mean you had your opportunity you had your and chance the, and prosecutors anybody did very you, know, funny you drank too much of the of the kool-aid you know and uh, you thought your lord master <laughs> was gonna come to your rescue while he's while you're sitting in jail he's out there on his yeah. at mar-a-lago playing golf and uh you're sitting there Jill. Yeah. Well, you know, we knew they were going to start falling like dominoes. And and so, therefore, uh, Fonnie Willis will not have 19 to prosecute all at one time. No. I doubt very seriously if she'll have... Uh, it, it, it'll be interesting. I think there'll be a few yeah. more. And, right. You know, and Jeff, you know, those people are not going to go to jail. They, they like... You offer me probation and community service and a fine? Okay, I'm good. Sign me up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so sorry. I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll do a Diana Ross for you guys. Yeah, I'll start singing and whatever whatever you want to know. Hey, yeah, he did it. You know, yeah, she was there. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But what I really want to talk to you and James about, and by the way, Tim, you did a great job yesterday about the whole Israeli Hamas thing with when you had the uh, the professor on there. I thought that was very, you know, very informative, and uh, kudos to you. But Mm. I know you and James both have uh, access to streaming services, you know, HBO and all that old good stuff. Mm. But if you ever get the opportunity, you or James, check out, uh, I can't think of the young lady's name, but she's Nancy Pelosi's daughter. Oh, yeah. She's a photographer, is she not? Yeah, she's a, she's a photojournalist. She's a, uh, yeah. a film director. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, film director. For, a, yeah, de- director, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, and like she that. made a document about Trump supporters, about oh, the people who were arrested at January 6th. And if you ever get a chance to watch, I mean, I know you, I know we can only take so much of Trump and all that, but, but if you watch this documentary about these people, they are so... What's the word I'm looking for? Radicalized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, to put it, yeah, but they're it's, it's deeper. They're, they're lost. They are emotionally, mentally, spiritually lost. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's and, and, and she, you know, huh? Yes, that's the markings that's kind of, of a cult. cult that father. It, exactly. It, yeah, it, the it markings of a cult. Trump. Yeah, yeah, it's the markings yeah, I mean, of it, a cult. I mean, you have people, people who are. Did jail time, did long term jail time, yeah. and, mm. and still on a possibility looking at some serious prison time, some of And yeah. these people have shrines, I mean, literally shrines in their homes to Donald Trump, as if he's yeah. the Mother Mary or something. Mm. Yeah. I, I th- I'm glad that she, uh, I'm glad that she did that, though, um, because rather than be. I don't know, shocked and, and outraged and all this stuff. There, there comes a, a point after all of that that you need to understand what what it is. You need to understand it. And I think that that's where she went. Um, not necessarily to, you know, put a freak show on display, uh, but to, to give a deeper dive and a little bit better understanding because 
that's what happened with the uh, the Jim Jones, uh, the David Koresh, and all of the others that were, you know, cult. Like people took time to explain it and and help you to understand the Manson group. You know, you just saw how they all fell under certain spells. If that makes yeah. sense. Well, I didn't see the the. Uh the film that you guys are talking about, but I, 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 it sounds like it's really well. I haven't done. seen it. No, I haven't seen it. I've seen the trailers of it, and I've seen oh. her preview it, and I've listened to her on talk shows talk about it. Yeah. Uh, and um, I, I mean, I get it. I get what she did. Uh, and um, yeah, it's 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 probably interesting. I have not watched it. I do have some streaming, but not a whole lot, because I'm not paying all that. That's crazy. They're getting more and more expensive. Oh, Tina, I I'm looking for options, because, I mean, mm -hmm. who wants to pay almost $200 a month for cable? I mean, th th that's no wonder why the younger generation is going to, like, these uh, really cheap streaming services. Mm -hmm. Hey, I might not get it live, but I can get it, you know, yeah. later. Mm -hmm. Get the news later or whatever. It's a 24-hour yeah. cycle. So, yeah. Yeah, Jeff wanted to finish his point. Go ahead, Jeff. Okay. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. I can't hear Jeff. I can't hear Jeff either. Jeff, are you there? Uh-oh. Okay. okay, well, he'll call back. He'll call back. Yeah. Um, also, um, yesterday, um, we spoke with the, I spoke with Phil, Phil Sanchez, anchor at Wish, um, and, you know, he and Katira Winfrey on Monday, Katira, the multicultural reporter at Wish, um, they both moderated the first televised mayoral debate Monday night on Wish between Joe Hogsett and Jefferson Shreve. Uh, we'll pin that. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Jeff. We're, you know, the phone's disconnecting. <laughs> what was your, what was the point you forgot? Go ahead. Jeff? What? The one point I was going to make about one individual, he literally blamed Democrats why he couldn't get a girlfriend. Who? One of the one Somebody of the in the, in, the, in the film. In the film. Oh, in the film. Oh, okay. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he blamed George. He blamed the Democrats why he couldn't get a girl. What was the reasoning there? I'm, and that's what I really want to emphasize because Tina, you're not supposed to be working. You're supposed to be cooking food and having children, and it's a it's a it's a sin to God that you're in that studio working. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. that's sad. Oh, it is, and that's uh, uh, the you know in in part that that might be some of the evangelicalism that. Um, no, 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 he, no, no, he wasn't an evangelical. He was just a regular uh, incel. He said women uh, should not work. Well, I think he's like a couple of, you know, like a century and a half too late. Well, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He, he, he had a very medieval mindset, and one guy said he would do 20 years for Trump. 
Yeah. He would do, yeah. Well, he'll have. Well, Michael Cohen who said, I'll, I would go to jail for that. You know, I'd go to whatever. Yeah. He, he did. And know, he ended up doing he it. He ended up doing it. So <laughs> go to the ends of earth. But yeah, there there's some really lost, uh, misdirected people around. You know, it's yeah. it's just kind of sad. But. All right, thanks, Jeff. Um, you know what, James? Let's go ahead and take a quick break here, and we'll get back into uh, the mayor's. Uh, you know, some of the other stuff that we talked about earlier this okay. week. We'll be right back. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we are back with Community Connection. Tina Cosby here with uh, James Patterson. James, we're kind of reviewing um, some of the things we went over. um, And as I was saying, we were talking about uh, uh, the elections on Monday with Julia. And then we also talked with uh, yesterday uh, about the debate on Monday. Uh, with Phil Sanchez and uh, Katira Winfrey from Wish moderating. Um, not a whole lot there, James. Uh, Mayor Hawkshead and Shreve, um, you know, kept it pretty civil. Uh, not a lot of new uh, topics for up for debate, if you will. But it just, uh, it was pretty generic. I mean, I was telling Phil that to me, it's, you know, because they didn't really take off the gloves uh, with our forum either. We had a digital forum. Uh, and they didn't really, streaming, uh, they didn't really take off the gloves during that either. But where they are taking off the gloves is uh, in the messaging, the campaign ads, the uh, the television radio buys, the uh, the digital buys. That's where they're really slinging the mud. But when they're standing next to each other live and in person, they, they're pretty, you know, pretty much matter-of-fact in, in a lot of ways. I wouldn't call, maybe not matter-of-fact, but just not contentious. Docile. Yeah, just not contentious at all. Not, they're, not, yeah. they're not arguing over anything, so. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, we said it before, even before the primary, um, I, you know, Hawkshead had, uh, Mayor Hawkshead had a, a really significant challenge from state representative robin shackleford uh and you know uh she did well against him not uh, obviously well enough to Uh win but uh you know i after it, it it has been in the recent history the as far as his party's concerned once his party wins the primary. It's generally really, really tough. Like we said, we had the one instance where uh, Greg Ballard uh, beat Bart uh-huh, Peterson, uh-huh, which was uh-huh. a surprise to everybody. But I just think a, a, a challenger overall has a really, really uphill climb yeah. to unseated incumbent, incumbent in in this county, who's of the party that that uh, Mayor uh-huh. Hogsett is. Truly, truly. Well, uh, one more during the season for the and that wraps up all of the de- debates, if you will, for the campaign season. And that'll be tomorrow night, uh, seven o'clock on uh, CBS Four and Fox Fifty Nine. Uh, uh, Shreve and Hogsett will uh, will square off there, and then that'll be it until election day. Now, uh, now the incumbent has to; he still has to get his vote out. Uh, that's yeah. the, that's what we talked about yesterday too. Yeah. That regardless of what the polls show, the polls show preference, but the voters, uh, you know, put you in office or take you out. So right. polls is he just has, an opinion. He has one of the best people in the business in this part of the country uh, as as heading his campaign uh, to get the vote out. Um, 
Um, oh, uh, Cordelia Lewis Burks. Cordelia, Cordelia Lewis Burks. Yeah, uh, who knows? <laughs> you know the, My goodness, uh, the alleyways. The sage, the sage, yeah, sage, the, sage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she's so. she's quite uh, quite wise. Actually, she is um, uh, wanting. She will probably hear from her uh, before oh, sometime before the election, Miss Cordelia, because she she just has uh, she just has so many. She has a lot of wisdom, well, knowledge. Things of that nature. In fact, I was at an event uh, last week, uh, and both, I mean, you talk about uh, women of power, Miss Cordelia and Faye Williams, attorney Faye Williams, were both there. Now, they were on the front row. I had to sit back there, you uh, know. Whatever. <laughs> but, but two powerhouses. Uh, yeah. And I asked attorney Williams, I said, when, you know, attorney Faye Williams, of course, uh, uh, she's she's just so much into the community, and she's also our Juneteenth uh, expert uh, because she was brilliant. born and raised in, in Galveston, the site of uh, Juneteenth. But uh, she is brilliant. She is brilliant indeed. She's going. I asked her. I said, "You're heading back pretty soon." She said, "Not until January." And I said, "Okay, you're right." <laughs> it gets real cold. It's hey, it gets uh, real but cold. Speaking but, of elections, Tina, what do we got coming up on Saturday, the twenty eighth of October? Um, you know, as far as being able to access the ballot. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I can't think of the locations, but I know one of them yeah. is. Let me get them for you. Well, this is uh, this is Indianapolis only. Hold on, early voting, early voting, early voting. I've got it right here because I don't like to think about uh, Decatur Township Government Center. 5410 yeah. South High School Road, uh, the Franklin Township Government Center, 6231 South Arlington Avenue, uh, MSD Lawrence Education and Community Center, 6501 Sunnyside, uh, Perry Township Government Center, 4925 Shelby Street, Pike Library Branch, 6525 North Zionsville Road, St. Luke's United Methodist Church, that's the yeah. one we're talking about, uh, 100 West 86th Street, Thatcher Park Community Center, 4649 West Vermont, and the Warren Township Government Center, um, that's at 501 North Post Road. That's eight. And it doesn't matter where you live, right? You can be visiting Cousin Thelma out there, and you can live in Washington Township. You can be visiting her out there in Franklin Township. And what what will, uh, will it stop you from voting? No, not at all. No. We're in Warren Township. Uh, if, if you live over in Center Township and you're in Warren Township, you can go wherever the wherever polling center go. is. Wherever yeah, you, you can go. vote. Vote yeah. centers, vote centers. They're a good thing. They're absolutely a good thing. And so, uh, yeah, and then, you know, we have uh, Hamilton, uh, Johnson, Hendricks, yeah. uh, Hancock, uh, and um, let's see, Hancock, Boone, all of those counties have and early that's voting significant. I'm glad you keep mentioning that because you know, mm-hmm. it's like everybody doesn't live uh, in the, Indianapolis. That's right. The, the listeners of this station, uh-huh. of this show in particular, live all around. Yeah, <laughs> they live yeah. a lot of places. They I do. Put it like that. They really do. And um, so yeah. you know, and they're spreading out. More are moving out there. I'm yeah. telling you the truth because I go out there and I shop, and more are moving out there. So they need to know where to vote and and kind of what the issues are too. Putting some some good restaurants out. Uh, suburban Indianapolis as well, some things, places that, you know, typically you find in other places. So that's, exactly. that's something we, we can pin as well. And remind me about uh, the, uh, 
Citizens Energy and this budget thing that they're doing. But, yeah, uh, and we have all of those locations, uh, both Marion County, all including Marion County and all of our surrounding donut counties, um, on our website, praiseindy.com, uh, courtesy of Sky. Uh, and the recorder and the star and a couple of other places, you know, just an aggregate of, of a lot of different uh, uh, sites. But uh, vote.indy.gov, if you're here in Indianapolis and Marion County, uh, indianavoters.in.gov uh, for outside of yeah. uh, uh, Marion County. So there it was. But um, so anyway, yeah, so um, also uh, yesterday, uh, talked to Phil Sanchez, as I said, Um as as Jeff was saying, we had a uh, a Middle Eastern expert in um, and a terrorism expert, uh, IUPUI Middle Eastern and terrorism expert, Dr. Pierre Atlas, uh, mm -hmm. about the current and historical implications of the crisis in the Middle East, about how he about how he saw it, and again we're relying on him as a resource, how he saw it based on his research, uh, his studies, and his experience, and. Uh, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, I didn't hear, like I told you, I didn't hear all of the show, but the mm -hmm. part I heard, he is really, really well read and mm -hmm. um, seems to have a real uh, grasp on the history, uh -huh. uh, at least, you know, in the, in the last 100 to 150 mm -hmm. years of uh, that area in uh, both sides and, and how the people evolved. Uh, he was, I was really impressed. Yeah, yeah, about that. yeah. And, but, you know, th this one was tough. Uh, it, it was uh, it was emotion filled interview as as Jeff said, uh, tensions, emotions, beliefs, uh, all are quite raw right now, uh, and probably have been quite raw for a while, but but especially right now with everything that's going on, and as I would say, rightfully so. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was. But you know, as as we've talked, James, we we talk here, we talk here, mm -hmm. we don't always agree, and I don't expect us to. Agree. In fact, that's that's impossible. Everybody's not going to agree <laughs> nope. on everything. But what's not impossible, what is possible is civility. And all I'm going to say, James, all I'm going to say about that is, again, we can ask questions, we can ask tough questions, and we can disagree. We can respectfully disagree. But when our civility is lost and personal attacks become part of the conversation, that's a wrap. Yeah. That's going to be a wrap. And we're going to move on. So um, that's 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 just uh, terrible judgment. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not. It's not won't get you mm -mm. anywhere. No. Nowhere. Get you anywhere. In uh, debate, it's it's discouraged. That's the number one lesson in debate. You don't personally attack anybody. Bring your facts. Bring your facts. Don't rely on mm -hmm. uh, others to to cover you. Bring your facts. Your right. research. Your studies. Yeah. And then p pit them against. Uh, the opposing opinion or whatever corresponding yeah. opinion. Yeah, that's it. So, um, as I was saying, and so it, ever in inch ever so closely to personal attacks, um, it's it's just not productive. It doesn't do anything, and it's not a conversation. It becomes a personal attack. So we have to move on from that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like I said, when that when you know if something gets to, the, but uh, the the Middle East is oh my goodness the tensions there are and um, mm. Israel has done. Um, um, uh, they are apparently listening to advisors uh, into the U.S. as far as a ground invasion, but they aren't moving as quickly uh, with the humanitarian uh, 
aid and, you know, the allowance of humanitarian aid uh, to those uh, folks in Gaza. And it's it's just, it's heartbreaking. It's horrifying. It, it, it's heartbreaking. It's, and, it's and, horrifying. and you know what? I remember my my good friend and colleague at the Indianapolis Star editorial department, Richard Roberts, uh, he was chief editorial writer, very, very decent and nice individual. Him and I did not agree on issues. I mean, his were more conservative. Mine were the opposite direction. But one thing he told me that I remember, because he was old enough to remember it in World War II, he says that, you know, there's a number for uh, casualties of uh, military, for, for service people. But he believes, through all the research that he did, when you include civilians who are the people who bear the brunt of uh, a, a military conflict, 50 million people worldwide, that's not the official number of, of, of uh, dead soldiers on, on both sides, on, on several sides uh, in World War II, but he said much larger number, 50 million people, most of those civilians died or were injured in that war. 50 million casualties. And that's the nature of war. October 7th, uh, 2023 was a, was a day that will be remembered, uh, particularly by the Jewish people, uh, for a long, long time. It was the anniversary of a war when they were attacked. And when I, you know, I mean, war is not good no matter which side you're on. Half the people in Palestine are uh, in, excuse me, in Gaza are children, and it, the brunt is falling on them. And I know when you take away the electricity and the water, which the Israelis control all the time, and the fuel, it's going to uh, impact the Palestinian people. But what they did on October 7th, to me, they brought it on themselves. Well, the, the problem is, how do you parse out the ones who are totally innocent, who had nothing to do with the you terrorist can't. attack? That's what I'm saying. It's yeah, you you can't it, it you and and so you know one of the horrifying I I don't even look at the pictures anymore because oh, you know it keeps showing I the can. babies and and all kinds of things yeah uh, and uh, and it's it's just absolutely horrifying and I don't I don't know uh, I you know I was talking to Professor Atlas um, this thing about you know a, a two state solution and getting but I mean this is so raw right now I don't know that. That, that, get that, to ship, anything. that ship has almost sailed, a two-state solution. And mm -hmm. I, I don't go on the Internet and look up pictures of babies, but mm -hmm. I just happened to be watching a, a report, and one of the Israeli ladies said, okay, you guys, you know, you think we're so horrible? Look at this. And she showed a picture of a baby that was charcoal. That baby was charcoal. No longer, uh, uh, you know, not even bones, charcoal. So, uh, uh, you know, and, and there are there are on both sides. You can look at the uh, the children, the Palestinian children with blood all over them. But what I'm saying is, when you attack people like that, take hostages. You're taking elderly hostages. You're taking uh, months old babies hostage. You're taking women, raping them on the way to captivity. What do you think people are going to do? Yeah. How do you think they're going well, to and, react? And 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 in all fairness, James, that is the justification for that attack. 
from Hamas is like, uh, you know, when they have taken and taken and taken and taken so much. I'm just I'm just saying this is this is uh, one of the things that was said, you know, in in response to that that point yesterday. Absolutely. Defend yourself. Israel, Israel has to defend himself. But, you know, it's so complex and so complicated. It's, it's complex. I can't I can't even I can't even um, one group thinks they're being occupied. They think another yeah. group is on their land. So, you know, they you know, and I've heard mm. Hamas operatives who have yeah. left there and are telling the truth. And they have said, I'm telling you, I was Hamas. And yeah. our mantra was, we do not want this Jewish state existing next to us. We want um, an Islamic state in this area. Uh, Israel is the only democracy in that area. They do not want that. If, they, if the truth be told, they don't want that. But see, they, you know, they, they, yeah, they muddle exactly. the truth. They that's, don't that's... want that. And, and if you let them, um, you know, have a state beside you, uh, and by the way, they're more related than what you think, but if you let them have a state beside you, go back in the 70s, they were blowing up airplanes in the name of their cause. Yeah. They they were killing Israeli act, uh, uh, athletes at the Olympics, and and in the eighties, and they were perfectly fine with taking their own lives when they did it. Yeah. Uh, in the eighties, they were blowing up school buses in the kibbutzes and in Israel with children on them, because they. Uh, they declare that they, those, these people should not be on their land. So that's, like you said, that's part of the complication that goes back centuries. Well, and it is, and the heavy-handed nature of how they each retaliate. Because yeah. when you look at Israel and some of the retaliation, especially the behavior under the leadership of, of Netanyahu, it's infuriating. Yeah. It is yeah, absolutely... He's not, he's not the it's best leader at all. But here's the thing, James. Um, all of that, Aside, the here here's where you know people you know the people call and say why are y'all talking about that what's that got to do with me because the the further this thing gets and the longer it goes the more likely that U.S. involvement in the mess will even get deeper and then that's what we don't want and so yeah. it's just a so I I'm the, yeah United States involvement yeah the the, the hundred billion dollar aid package the ships and all the but hey if this continues and gets deeper and deeper James if I'm not mistaken there how can the U S not be drawn in well they're already starting to be drawn in yeah I know but yeah. I'm I guess maybe what I should say drawn in more yeah I mean you know it's it's up to places like the Hezbollah in Lebanon or. Mm. Uh, the, the factions that that Iran backs, who are stationed in Syria, or you know um, yeah. the, the the Hutus who the, who are backed by Iran um, um, down in uh, Yemen. So it, it, they, they, they're already. I mean, we've already shot down missiles that were you know streaming across the Red Sea towards yeah. Israel that were that were shot by yeah, the Houthis, yeah. uh, down in Yemen yeah. in the south southeast of where they are and then you know up in north now that that's starting to ex they're attacking bases in um, in in um, in Lebanon that where US have bases and Syria yeah. where US have have troops so it, it let's just 
we need to pray yeah, because <laughs> it, it is yeah absolutely that's a yeah and the, this talk this morning about a ceasefire that u.s was not in favor of or uh you know a slowdown in the attacks by israel u.s was not in favor of because no of, they've got 200 hostages yeah they got them now or else they're yeah. going to just continue to bomb you in, into uh, obliteration um is, okay. Um, and so, yeah, yeah. So there's there's that. So, we, you know, we'll keep an eye on that. But again, um, wanted to thank Dr. Atlas because he sat on the hot seat yesterday. He took he took he took incoming um, and and some of it, you know, uh, well, we'll, 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 you know, we'll do it. We'll deal with it. Uh, the uh, James, did you see this is something that I, I wanted to talk to you about last week and we just didn't get to it either. Um, this, this is big because, you know, we're going to completely switch gears here, but this is huge. Uh, The fact that Indianapolis and another city in the state of Indiana have been designated by the Biden administration as regional technological hubs, regional tech hubs. How significant is that? It's absolutely significant because um, it's part of uh, the president's Chips and Science Act, which was passed in 2022. Uh He is delivering. It is estimated that this Heartland Bioworks that's going to open in Indianapolis to design things like chips, Uh take our um, dependence off countries like China, which, by the way, has a little moratorium going right now where they're not exporting any of the stuff that we need for chips, the parts we need. It's going to... To create this this Heartland Bioworks in Indianapolis, an estimated thirteen thousand new jobs over the next ten years. The next yeah. thirteen thousand new jobs, and and Biden it shows is I'm not you know he's not perfect. <laughs> I mean I'm I'm uh-huh. not you know he's not paying me, but it shows he is delivering for uh-huh. the people. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you know there was there was a caller. I can't remember. I wish I could remember who it was, but. Uh, a caller that that posed the question a couple of weeks ago: What is Andre Carson doing? What's he doing in Washington? And and how is you know how do we know he's working for us? And um, the statement from uh, Congressman Carson on the selection of the state of Indiana for a tech hub, uh, and this is a direct statement from the congressman: President Biden signed the Bar- bipartisan Chips and Science Act into law just last year, but it has already paid dividends to the Hoosier State. Heartland BioWorks marks Indiana's third tech hub designation in a year and i was proud to support this application with my indiana colleagues from both sides of the aisle so not only is he in there working he's working in a bipartisan way which how often do we hear that you know absolutely yeah and he also said this tech hub will spur economic growth by creating good paying i mean jobs are going to pay well. Yeah. We're paying union jobs and empower our state to be a global leader mm-hmm. in the industries of the future. Yeah. Um, thanks to this investment, Indiana will be at the forefront of making and deploying new life-saving medicines. Yes. Uh, among other things, among other things, including um, technology. But go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying, so for those of you who think he's not doing anything or you haven't heard anything from him, a lot of times, you know, the, when you're when you're working, you're at work, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the loud mouths in Congress, like the Jor- Jordans and some of the others that are up there just screaming and hollering all the time, they're, they're not doing anything. What was that they said? In 16 years, Jim Jordan hadn't passed any legislation in 16 years. 
Yeah. But he's been doing the theater. He's been doing the political. Yeah, theater. he wants to be Speaker of the House and ain't authored nothing. Ain't a nothing. Authored, yeah. put a bill, uh, nothing. Just just all, just all, sit there with his uh, his jacket off. And it By the way, it up. looks like, uh, you know, just for the note oh, yeah. that we have to talk about this, that uh, Louisiana Representative Mike Johnson, Republican from Louisiana, appears mm-hmm. to have gotten the votes for the Speaker of the House. So. Yeah, well, there we go. Well, well. Yeah. Well. Well, well, well. Now, and and once again, here comes the division and the splintering. Because how's he gonna? What, what's he gonna do to pull them all together? They just they, he's you an know. election denier. He's an election he's denier. Election denier. He voted not to certify the election, the 2020 election. Uh-huh. He has voted against, uh, you know, money for you to support Ukraine. He is he's calling for review of things like Social Security. I mean, he ain't going to get farther than McCarthy. Nope. Either you work with the Democrats who have the majority in the Senate and they have the White House, or ain't nothing going to get done. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really curious to see how this is going to work, because they said he wouldn't even answer the question just the other day, just yesterday, wasn't it? About yeah, right. Was, was the election rightfully decided? He wouldn't answer. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, they, well, they were saying that there's still evidence that Trump has his throat around the, the necks of the Republican Party. Let him go down with that. Let, ask how those folks, those 19 down in Georgia are doing. How's that working out for them? <laughs> <laughs> and some of the others. Hey, we'll be back with more. we got to take a break here uh, to go into the second hour. We'll be back with more Community Connection right after this. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And we're back with Community Connection. Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. Um, James, uh, it is, it, it, as I was telling you earlier about Scoop Jefferson, uh, you know, pointing, you know, hey, Tina, this is going on here. Um, it's nice when you have folks that, because as much as we try and as hard as we try to keep track of as much as we can, we don't, you know, we just don't get everything. So I appreciate when folks say, hey, Tina, did you see this or did you see that? Yeah. And that's exactly what happened this morning because I was buried under so many different things. But apparently uh, a good friend of mine in Atlanta said, Tina, did you see this? And it was from the Indianapolis Star um, about the NFL admitting that it yeah. made a mistake in that last call of Sunday's Colts game with the Cleveland uh, Browns, a call that could have determined uh, a positive outcome for the Colts. It could have determined the outcome of the game that may have gone the Colts' way. We don't know, but um, such a blatant uh, call. And I, I, I don't know what you know what uh, what that admission means because I'm not. You know, I'm not really that v- well versed on NFL protocol and and the like, but the fact that it admitted it made a mistake, it still doesn't change the Colts' win loss record. Uh, it doesn't change the playoff picture. It just like, oops, sorry. You know, it just feels weird. Yeah, and you know, Tina, I'll tell you what it means. It means that their record is three wins and four losses. Yeah, well, instead yeah. of being, yeah, I, I know what you're saying though. Instead of being four. Uh, um, losses and 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 um, instead of being four wins and three losses, that's what it means. Because not only that, they blew two calls, but the one you're talking about is it was clear yeah. that the yeah. pass 
that was uh, well. It was clear that was there was no interference. If anything, there was a push off by the offensive. I saw that. Yeah, I saw the push off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then if that if that call wouldn't have been made, the game would have been won because uh, the ball was recovered by the Colts after the defender mm-hmm. knocked it out of the quarterback's hand, and that would have ended the game. The other one where they called interference mm-hmm. was the, the the pass was well out of bounds and over over uh, the uh, Browns receiver's head. The rule is if the ball is uncatchable, there is no, there should be no um, pass interference. And, and that ball went up into the stands. It went up into the, <laughs> yeah. the nosebleed seats. But that was yeah. catchable? No. And Kurt Colt's owner, Jim Ursay, is correct when he said the rules need to be further changed in the last two minutes, even penalty calls should be. because you're I would agree. I would agree. Because yeah. those things determine every, you know, those calls, exactly. especially with a close game, uh, you know, we, we would have hoped that the Colts wouldn't have had it that close, that they would have had a bigger lead. But, you know, when it is in the, in the hands of the refs, it needs to be done correctly. They, uh, they you know, they can, for whatever it's worth, take a moral victory. They beat them. They they won that game, but they lost. Officially, they lost. You know, so that's that's the thing on them. And and they they need to to change the rules to get it better because one game can can make a difference as to whether you go to the playoffs or not. And I am so tired. This is why last year, about midway through the season, I said, okay, I'm not even watching. Let me go do something else on Sunday you know, after I come back from church or whatever, let me go do something else because the game is in the hands of the officials and they should not in the last two minutes, at least when you're in a close game like that, let it, let Mm. it be determined on the field. Don't you determine the winner of Mm. the contest? And I'm like, I stopped watching it, you know, because I'm just not going to get myself all hyped up to for one team in a contest, in a football contest. And then, because I don't know, is it because we're a little smaller market than Cleveland is? Uh, would the NFL mm. make more money if Cleveland Cleveland was three and three? Now they're four and three. We should have been four and three. Now we're three wins and four losses. What is the reason? Who knows? But it mm. it should be more fair if they can make it that way. So that's just my spiel. Yeah, and well, and a good spiel it is. And I agree with you and Jim Irsay yeah. and uh, my friends in in Atlanta that sent that to me. That was in the, the Star a short time ago. So, yeah, well, and and maybe Irsay can get enough steam to uh, uh, get up enough steam to get uh, you know get get something done about that because I, it seems like it's a simple enough change. I don't think it's going to cost the NFL any money. No, and and other teams can probably point to instances oh my I know goodness. where that's happened before. Yeah, the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, the yeah, difference between that. a win and a loss is, is a, a call that was clear. You know, how many missed calls have we seen? In, in the, but anyway, um, you don't want to feel like sour grapes, but it uh, Ursa does offer a good solution. Wait, wait, the, the bottom line is the Colts have, they're not perfect. Four turnovers no. again, you know. They, they got really a guy, a quarterback, who's been a backup his whole career. But their defense is excellent. Um, they have a good running game. They're not perfect. But we have a team to be proud of. The, 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 these players uh, work, they, they play their, their little yeah, hearts out. I mean, do. you know, and that's, that's all you can ask. Yeah, that's um, it. And so, I mean, we have somebody to be proud of. And so, you know, don't hold your heads down because – I believe this is a decent team. This is a good team. 
Yeah, and then uh, the other, the, I, I guess wrapping up all the way up until the other thing uh, we learned is that uh, one of the uh, highest profile college coaches in the country, like him or love him, hate him or not. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dion, I, uh, Danny corrected me yesterday and said his name is not Coach Prime, it's Coach Sanders. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, well, we'll see about that. But uh, his marketing, his name, marketing is name is Coach Prime, Dion, Coach Dion Sanders. And by the way, I thought about that. Now, you know, the. Um, uh, San Antonio Spurs have a coach uh, that uh, uh, Greg Popovich, right? Yeah, they call yeah. him Pop. Yeah, they call right. him Pop. And and is that the is that the correct name? No. Now is, should his name be Coach? I gotta get I gotta get back with Danny on that one because um, it's a marketing name. It's a it's a it's a term of endearment that, that he's gotten. And look have. up this story. You'll have some 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 fuel for your. Mm-hmm. For your correction to Danny, mm-hmm. um, I, I saw this on a national news story that Coach Prime, because of his presence there, because he has brought Colorado back, mm-hmm. which used to win like two, three games a season, from you know from that to contention out there mm-hmm. against teams like Nebraska and Stanford and you know Oregon, teams like that who are always you know who always have a history of doing well. The, the Colorado, the University of Colorado, instantly, instantly now through sales of uh, oh yeah yeah instantly now they have um, realized tens of millions of dollars, tens of millions. This is a, a black coach who came from Jackson State in HBCU school. Tens coach Deion Sanders, coach prime, mm-hmm. brought tens of millions of dollars to that school in just his first season so far. Yeah, and that's all about the revenue. Oh, <laughs> it's all about the revenue. So so I I'll say Dan, I I'm just gonna mess with Danny though. He's like, oh no no but uh yeah, Coach Prime. He's coming to a Stuart Speaker's annual gala in April of twenty twenty four. Uh and we'll be speaking. So oh, that's uh, wonderful. That is and congratulations again to Stuart Speakers. Uh 317-239-1310. 317-239-1310. Uh Ron, go ahead. How are you? Is he there, Sky? Tina, James, I am well, and I hope you guys are too. James, can you hear me? Yes, sir. How are you? James, uh, you were so right. Somewhere between 1974, 5, when I was in high school, one of my uh, classmates' parents encouraged her to take a trip to the homeland or Israel. Unfortunately, their bus was blown up. She lost her leg. James, 50 years later, I still remember that young lady's name, Regine DePogel. It is so unfortunate that that has been going on that long, and probably, uh, as the uh, gentleman said yesterday on Tina's show, that Hamas will never go away. Part of the problem is dad is going to teach the son, who's going to teach his son, who's going to teach his son, who's going to teach his son. Sort of the same way we have in America with our racism. Dad teaches their son, their teaches their son, they teach their son. Next thing you know is you've now got a line. And the part of the problem we're going to face is this is um, uh, racial as well as religious. It is is going to be harder. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 
McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Extremely difficult to get over this because it's race and well as religious. Because the Jews and the Israel, uh, the Jews and the Arabs are, are basically mortal enemies uh, for their race as well as their religion, and it is going to be so difficult for this to be overcome. Um, but James, yes, you are so right. It was in the 70s when my friend Regine de Bogle lost her leg uh, in, a, uh, in, a, in an attack. Yeah, Ron, 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 you're you right on the button. I mean, these people, the Jews, and I'm not taking sides because I have a friend from Egypt who's a wonderful, he calls me brother. He's a wonderful individual, and, and I've had other Arab and non-Arab Palestinian friends and, you know, who are just, I mean, they're over here in the United States. We're friends. But I'm telling you, the, the, I can't understand why these people, the Jews, are hated so much. Some of the atrocities that we saw from October 7th remind me of the, cl- of the clips that I watched, the documentaries, where the Germans, oh, not the Germans, the German people are decent, but the Nazis, they called out whole villages, Ron, whole villages, and, told, and had them dig their graves and shot them down like dogs. And so it's not just Palestinian. I mean, these people have been hated throughout the whole world, yet they continue to survive and thrive. And, uh, you know, like, like Tina said, it's deep. <laughs> it's, there's a lot to it. Yeah. Hate is a terrible thing. And when I was in uh, the University of North Dakota, I had this wonderful young lady who was an Egyptian, uh, and she was a great lady. I loved her to death. Uh, still do. But this is the world that we find ourselves in. Those two groups of people hate one another, similar to what we have in America with our white supremacists. Hate is just not the way, but unfortunately, that is the world that we find ourselves in. You guys know I love you. To my brothers and sisters in Christ, love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Wishing you guys all the best. All right. Thank you, Ron. Um, Yeah, so... uh you know, the, again, there's no apparent end in sight uh, to that, and I, I just hope. I don't know what we hope. We, we just, like you say, James, we just have to keep praying. But um, yeah, the phone is blowing up uh, all over the place with the fact that the House has uh, elected uh, a new speaker. Um, yeah. But of Louisiana, no doubt. Yeah, of Louisiana. I mean, that's where Steve Scalise was from. I mean, election denier, election denier. We, you have to work with the other side. You can't just, you know, throw Donald Trump's philosophy down our throats. Um, it's not going to work. You, you won't get anything done. I'm still convinced that the, the core group of supporters of Mr. Trump in Congress, which has grown significantly on the Republicans in the Republican conference, want to shut the government down. We've just got a few days now, 20-some days, till November 17th, when they're going to have to come together on, a, on some sort of appropriations to stop the government from shutting down. 
Yeah. So. Well, that's why I was saying. I just wonder how he is going to to do that, uh, because. Um, hmm. But you know what? Three one seven two three nine thirteen ten. Three one seven two three nine thirteen ten. Lines are open. Um, and uh, uh, the the thing that I was. Uh, well, anyway, uh, here we go. Okay, I'll get back to that one in just a second. Okay. But, uh, yeah, the, the, the government and uh, the, the makeup, but you were talking about just a handful. But you know what, though, James? The, uh, mm. the majority of these Republicans are voting for, they're not even asking the Republicans right. that are being put up. So, uh, the, and the decent, uh, you know, the, the decent uh, statesman-like uh, traditional Republicans have all been driven out and replaced by the kooks. Yeah. And the kooks are running the show. And I hate to say it that way, but when you have a, a party that won't even acknowledge that the election was 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 proper and free and fair, yeah. when, when you have people in a, in a congressional body, you've got over 200 who would, you know, would vote to say that's scary because that means that, that they have taken, you know, the Trumpers have taken over. Yeah, they have. Yeah. And, and it's really sad, Tina. We oh. don't know what's going to happen yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. But as it sits today, um, yeah. I, but, yeah. it's tough for them to hold on to even the House. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, th- this next call, uh, Frank, and it says police shootings. But before we go to Frank, I wanted to, I'm, I'm going to send you this, James. Um, I got that yesterday, too. Okay. Uh, the concerned clergy are asking for a Department of Justice investigation into IMPD due to the large, the growing number of police action shootings since August. Uh, did you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did, and Tina. Did I send you that? Uh, you did. Oh, okay, okay, I read okay. it, I read it, I yeah. read it. Um, again, here's my concern with that. I understand concerned clergies and, mm-hmm. and Baptist ministerial alliances' point of view. Yeah. But like I said before, when they did this, when they when they uh, requested that uh, Chief Taylor uh, resign, um, you know, I mean, we can talk about that. We can talk about the issues. We can talk about the homicide rate. But what? And in fact, the the one of the candidates for mayor that is his main mantra. That is his main argument to be elected is is the crime rate. Why are you doing that? Why are you calling for Chief? Randall Taylor's resignation in the middle of a campaign with days to go before the election. Why are you doing that? Number one. And number two, um, as we said before, you know, the, 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 the gist of the press release that we got was police involved shootings. And, you know, that can be something to be said for that. We have, we have not shied away from that issue, nor our views that in certain instances, particularly when uh, someone was going through a mental crisis, there should be a way to bring them down without shooting them. That's a fair criticism. But, you know, your, uh, your motivations are questionable when you're doing this in the middle of an election and you're, you're uh, you know, in the opponent of the mayor of the administration, why aren't you saying the mayor should resign or that people should vote for his opponent? No, you're going after the, the police chief who happens to be Afro-American, you know, as your target. I don't get that at all. Yeah. Timing is different, is, is in, but the fact that there have been, what, nine since August? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, I, I mean, I mean, you know, shoot you know one out of a tree. Yeah, that that's true. Uh, on the other hand, yeah. too, 
when we had three, four homicides a day, you know, woundings, murders, everybody was saying, you know, you know, please, and then nobody was talking when you got to the scene. You need to do something else. You need to, you know, and I think they've gotten that, kind of gotten that message. I mean, there's been a lot of arrests lately, too, in even mm-hmm. cold cases a couple years, three years ago uh, for homicide. The police are like, okay, you want us to get tougher, that's what we're doing, and, and, but it's questionable when you're sh- shooting people who are in mental crisis. Now, this guy they shot in the tree, um, did he die? I don't think he died. No, no, he's, he was critical but stable when I last uh, checked on that. But yeah, he was he having was, a mental health crisis he and he was in a crisis. tree. There's no reason to I shoot think his, him. There's no reason to shoot him. I think his record was... I mean, he, didn't, he wasn't even supposed to have a gun. No, but they did. They said they found a holster or something. On yeah, a holster, no gun. No gun, holster. And he's no he sitting up there begging them to shoot him and saying, I'm going to come. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that needs to be reviewed. People in a mental health crisis do not need to be shot. That's true. Mm-mm. Indeed. Frank, go ahead. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you both? Good, thank good, you. Good, good, Frank. Thank you. Yeah. My point is on this uh, police shooting. There's been about 13 shootings uh, of the police from the police department. And it's supposed to be uh, they're supposed to be uh, de-escalating that, and uh, and I'm not calling for Chief Taylor's uh, resignation or anything like that. I'm talking about the police in in general. And y'all know my story about the police department anyway, because yeah. police lied on me. Yeah. And uh, and I I never forget that either. Yeah. And, uh, because I know how they are. And uh, like my brother said one time, when he was asked that question by someone, uh, there's good police on both sides, he said, show me one. That's what he said, and that's what I say, too. I say, now, show me one. And that's all I want to know. It should be, this thing should be looked into, and I'm I'm glad to see the concerned clergy is... uh, is talking about it. Now, their motive of it and merited of it, I don't have nothing to do with that part of it. Mm-hmm. But but I looked at the department of the police department, and these people, these killers out here are shooting people, and then they come up with no evidence. See, anybody can say anything. The police can write up his own report because ain't nobody else is around there but them. And they can say anything and I don't take their words for it because I've been lied on before myself. Thank you. All right. Thank you. And, you know, it's Frank's experience. Mm. I hate to hear that. Yeah, I mean, I, I get point, uh, Frank's point because he, he does have a, a you know, yeah, based upon an, yeah. an incident that occurred to him, he does not trust them at all. And there are buku, if I might use that slang, yeah. uh, instances where, Police have lied on reports. People have ended up in prison because of false witness against them. No doubt. In fact, uh, I wanted to point out that the Concerned Clergy and the Baptist Ministerial Alliance of uh, Indianapolis are calling for a Justice Department investigation. Yeah, they want DOJ federal, you know, mm-hmm. federal investigation. So, yeah. I mean, I don't see I don't see anything wrong with with that um, because. I think, we, as we pointed out, with um, shooting people in, in mental crisis, that should not be. We yeah, especially uh, after you, one, yeah, just not too terribly long ago, you, you, yeah. there was one that was done, and it was under scrutiny. Right. It, the, 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 the lessons that 
that we think would be learned from incident to incident don't seem to be sticking, do they? Or no. I, I mean, I don't know. I know the first one, mental patient came at them with the machete, but that was after two or three days of of working through that situation. And this other one said, you know, shoot me, shoot me, and pull, you know, reached yeah. in his pocket. Uh, and you don't know. You you really don't know. But where is the mental health unit? Where yeah, where are they? And even if it's on the weekend, that's no excuse. You've got money, you know, to hire officers and pay new officers and pay them a $10,000 bonus. So it's no excuse for you not to hire a mental health crisis unit for 24-hour service. That's what you should be doing. So that the regular police officer, who Frank does not trust, and he has good reason for it in, yeah. in, in some instances. Um, they are not equipped for a mental health case confrontation. They just, they shoot people or they handcuff them or they, you know, uh, in, in some way uh, tackle them uh, to, to uh, apprehend them. Um, but they are, they, they are not doctors, and, and, and we see the results of, of that when, they ha- when we have these cases in the past couple months where we've had two people who should have been thrown a net over them or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, apprehended without, without having to, to, to shoot them. Yeah. 317-239-1310. 317-239-1310. Lines are open the rest of the way out. Uh, we've talked about a number of things, James. Um, yeah. Uh, a... Uh, one of the things I didn't get to talk to you about that I know you'd probably want to talk about as well. Well, I'll get to that in a second. But uh, the, uh, the the city county council's passage of the mayor's budget uh, and the but I want to I want to dig down into the the infrastructure, i.e., potholes, lighting, and and streets, uh, and and construction because. I got to say the have you I mean driving around in different parts of the city it's 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 kind of frustrating all of the different construction projects that have started and seem you know stalled and probably will be stalled in the next you know next few weeks and months due to the weather and and inability to 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 really work in in certain kinds of weather Absolutely Tina and I know you have um uh, Council Majority Leader Maggie Lewis on from time to time, and yeah. and she does a good job. But the one issue I I uh, I take with her is that how is that how is how are those services dispatched? Like uh, who gets the the roads resurfaced? Where Frank lives, where where I live, yeah. where you know Center Township uh, townships that have large minority and multicultural populations. Who decides that? I mean, and, I, and I've learned that you, you talk to your council person, and like, like I told you, I'm going to be talking to mine some more since I have a new one. You talk to your council person, they send them a list of what they want done. But yeah. then the other step is that the Department of Public Works determines which ones go first if some of them ever get repaid, um, or even what they call strip patch, which is, you know, you get some uh, new new uh, pavement, but not all, at least to cover the worst areas, who determines uh, that? The Department of Pu- the Public Works uh, determines when exactly those streets are done. And so that, to me, that, uh, that, that conjures up all kinds of... You know where there are no checks and balances. It's like okay, you know he's on my my 
nephew's uh, soccer team. So uh, his street is getting repaved or, you know. Well, know she, she did. I'm not meaning to interrupt you. She did seem yeah. to say, if I recall correctly, that because uh, I asked her that question, how, you know, how do how do we know who gets what and when? And she was saying that there is a uh, apparently an assessment that's done. And so the worst of the worst get get attention first. Uh, and then they go from there and that, you know, she said, I understand that that may not be what a lot of people want. To, but, you know, some some of the places that that need it, you know, this this township, I mean, this township, this district may get uh, more than this district because this district may be uh, more in need of repair than this district. And that all has to do with uh, uh, the, the DPW and their assessments. So I think. The way that it's parsed out is an assessment from DPW, if I'm not mistaken. No, that's what I said. Uh-huh. See, that that puts the well. Okay, okay, maybe I misunderstood. I mean, we, you no, 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 no. You're right. You and I are taxpayers. Everybody right. in this city who works, who who buys, taxpayers. Okay, and, and state taxpayers. So. This is an administrative, uh, how it works is this is an administrative decision by a department headed by one person, DPW, in the city. Oh, I see, no I see. And balances. Okay, 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 yeah. uh, who, you know, who knows? They, they, we have to trust that he says the worst streets are going to be. Where's the, you know, the, where's the check on his decision? That's what I'm saying. And yeah, so you're saying in, what constitutes yeah. the worst. Exactly. Administrative, the yeah. administrative, which is the executive branch of, of local government, the, the mayor, uh-huh. uh, the mayor's office, and, and in turn, the, the head of the Department of Public Works under the mayor, he's choosing what streets need, get repaid. It's, it's him. He makes the choice. Now, you can say, but who checks him? That's what I'm saying. Who see? This is such an important thing: the repaving of your streets, yeah. the fixing of your streets. That it shouldn't be in one person's or a couple of people's hands. It should be more equitable than that, in my view. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And uh, it also makes sense. We got to go to a break. Three one seven two three nine thirteen ten. Three one seven two three nine thirteen ten. We'll be right back. Back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection. Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. James, uh, 317-239-1310, Lifestyles with Eric is back. Go ahead, Lifestyles. James and Tina, happy hump day. How are you? Good, how are you? Thank you, you too. Happy hump day indeed. Thank you. Um, So I work up here on 92nd and Meridian, and um, I do, I don't know if you remember, but so they're spending about eight to nine million dollars on the repaving of Meridian. Now, you were just talking about who makes those decisions. Now, this is, this is what I consider higher rent. I say that as a joke. Uh, Uh, It's, it's, it's more of the higher end homes, uh, mm -hmm. higher end area, even though it's still the city. Um, but it's, 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 you know, I keep saying it's awful funny how they pick and choose what areas. Now, I'm riding down Ditch Road right now. Ditch Road has been pretty much one of the worst streets in, on the north side of India for a mm-hmm. long time. And I'm talking about from 86 Ditch all the way down to 71st. Uh, this is pretty simple. The city's over this way all the time. But 
I just don't understand how they choose what street needs to be paved and what street doesn't need to be paved. Um, yeah. That's you know, what I'm saying. Getting, it's like, uh, you know, yeah. how long are we going? How you know? I know that this is just going to be an ongoing. I'm thinking positive, but then at the same time, I'm thinking this is just going to be ongoing for the next few years. Um, we've been talking about this the last few, and you know, here we go. We still. I hit a bad one the other day, and the reason why I hit it is because I didn't have any freaking lighting. There's yeah. no lighting. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I'm complaining I, about two things. But, <laughs> Tina, if we had lighting... Oh, I know. I, I'm right there with you. I'm especially there with you. You know? I'm especially there with you about the lighting. Because you cannot see what you're about to drive into. That's right. Absolutely. If you're listening or anybody that's assistant to the mayor... And by the way, I put in for that and didn't get it. But anyway, um, please let him know. If you get reelected... Let's work on the lighting at least one side of town to the next. I know right. there's an initial cost. I get it. Well, uh, yeah, uh, Councillor Councillor Lewis said that there was even more money in that infrastructure budget yeah. toward lighting, and she even gave lighting. a number. Okay. Huh? Let's do it. I said that they can pool for lighting. Let's do that. Let's get this. Like I said, it's each side of town. I drive rural areas too, but I'm not concerned with rural because I live in the city. Let's get this city lit back well, up like it was in the. I, I think money designated to not pull for lighting, but designated to lighting is what she was saying. Okay. Yeah, well, I think. What, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. You know. We, but I could. I am with you when you're right about that lighting, because that that's a pet peeve I have. Um, <laughs> and and you know somebody else brought up a point about the the markings, the painting, the paint. The mark you the. the Florette, you're right. The, the Florette, that that is right. that has we not been kept. Up. No, it hasn't been kept up. But, you know, it looks like oh, a dull okay. gray, a dull gray. So it's either the quality of the paint or the fact that the paint is not kept fresh or both. But that can could I, really be improved. And, and I'll go. I'm gonna say this one more time. <laughs> and I never got a good answer from the mayor when when I spoke with him a couple of few months ago. Um, who? And let's not play the blame game on the last mayor. Who allowed the city to go this far with not doing anything? I'm saying cut and brush down. All the things that we did when we didn't get money allocated from the government or from yeah. presidents or whatever. You know, I'm uh, saying we used to do – Tina, listen. There used to be – so when I was a kid, there were so many things that the city of Indy did, cutting stuff down. You know, trees exactly. streets now. They don't do any of that anymore. Those raised yeah. medians, there's all kinds of weeds and stuff growing around. I mean, it, I mean, it looks like picking horrible. up debris That's what and I'm trash. Saying when I say, picking up trash, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the prisoners used to do that. The prisoners yeah. used to work on the highway sometimes and do stuff, the ones yep. that were nonviolent and mm -hmm. had short-term, you know, uh, sentences. I mean, I'm driving down Grandview. There's brush everywhere. Nobody's doing anything for the city anymore. What's going on? Yeah, I'm just I don't saying know. it's. it's we've a, allowed somebody's valid, allowed this valid, to go. Valid, valid point. Very valid point. Very valid point. Okay, all yeah. right, I'm gone. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Thank you. And, and thank you, lifestyles. And uh, three one seven two three nine thirteen ten. Three one seven two three nine thirteen ten. Um, yeah, the uh, the DPW um, announcing leave pickup. The leave pickup schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah you talked about that. Yeah, and uh, that that starts uh, pretty soon. Let me see what date. 
I think it's yeah. November, Friday, November until something December 1st. I've got it right here, James. I always have it right here. <laughs> Why did I mention it? And then, then um, you're like my former editor. Yeah, it's right here. Uh, NDDPW yeah. announces leave. Pull it out of there. There it is. There it is. So, um, Monday, I'm sorry, it'll begin Monday, November 6th, and run through Friday, December 1st. Monday, November 6th, and run through Friday, December 1st. Uh, you can leave up to 40 bags for pickup a week. Uh, this will be on your uh, regular, uh, you know, your regularly scheduled collection day. Uh, it has to be plastic, not paper, because paper can fall apart. Uh, and keep them at least three feet away from your trash for easy pickup. They should be outside by 7 a.m. on your normal trash day. So, yeah. and yeah. I mean, you know, I mean that that's a good point, and yeah. I think lifestyles makes a great point. Um, he's he's you know, lighting needs to be a whole lot better. We talked about the roads. That's that's we need yeah. more. Um, you know, we, we need to have more oversight on how those are chosen. Yeah, cutting brush. You know, I mean, like you said, Indianapolis really was lauded, was honored. Across the country was model uh, city. Evaluated. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. As being one of the cleanest yeah, model. cities in the model, yeah, in the country. Somebody, somebody let go of the, you know, somebody yeah. let it go. Uh, Pastor Reeves, go ahead. How are you? Hey, God bless you, uh, woman of God. Good to hear your voice there on the radio once again. I just wanted to find out who is the motivators for the, um, uh, if you if you if you ride down uh, College Central Broadway, all them streets, going toward town, had you noticed that even in the alleys. The, uh, the there's lighting even in the alleys. Of course, the new you know the houses and stuff they done tore down, redone, and all that. Even in the, who was the motivator to to get the lighting even in the alleys? Do you know who that was? I have no idea. Do you, James? DPW that does it. Yeah, they do. They put them up. Uh, they want to I... replace the lights, mm-hmm. and like you said, who knows where they're replacing them? Where mm-hmm. the money's being spent to replace them? Who knows? You know, that, that's what I'm saying about oversight. We need oversight of the Department of Public Works in Indianapolis to know wh- where they're doing. I mean, it should be listed on the city's website. This, these these streets are getting lights replaced. These streets are being repaved. You know, and, and I think, uh, uh, you know, we, we talked about Councilman Lewis. She says that. But, man, it, it should be more evident than that than you having to dig around on the, on the uh, which is not real navigable anyway, to dig around yeah. on that city's website to find it if you have the time. If you're not working, you know, if you know how to sure. do it. 
Sure, yeah. You, you know, that's that's all I wanted to say, you know, because, you know, with all the issues, like you said, in the city uh, with lighting issues, and you got a community, kind of a, a big community, uh, more or less, that has lighting in the alleyways, I, you know, that just kind of troubles me. I would think that they would light up the city first and then go to the, you know, the, the, those other places, you know. But, but yeah. uh, hey, uh, again, we kind of know some of the things behind the scenes on what's happening uh, with the regentrification and all that business. But bottom line, uh, if there was some motivators to get the alleys, you know, lit up, there ought to be some motivators to get the street lit up a lot bit more. And I, and I, I appreciate, you know, that that uh, that would be something I would be interested in. Who in the world did that, you know, to, to light up an alley? Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know who did it, but uh, uh, Council Majority Leader uh, Lewis had said that concerns about lightings in alleys has been uh, growing uh, and to the point where it's now being addressed. But I, yeah. I can't really... Can you, James, do you remember any... No, uh, but Pastor Marie yeah. makes a good point that yeah. you're going to light up the alleys. That's fine. I know safety. You know, people robbing yeah. folks and, yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But the streets, too. Don't forget the streets. Don't forget the streets. You better know it. Yeah. 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 But appreciate the show there, and uh, keep doing what you're doing. Love you now. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, wow, man. Yeah. And people are noticing, you know, and I, and I think uh, I know you'll, Tina, you'll be staying on this point that we need to know where what's being done specifically because sometimes people go for, for years without getting a street light replaced or, you know, getting um, like lifestyles. Every time he calls in, he's like, boom, Tina, like you, I hit another pothole. I mean, come on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, another pothole. And I, boy, I just hate to see the pothole season uh, the, now. And, and you know what? Even now, you know, people think of snow and, and ice and things, and then they, they think, well, that's what causes pothole. But like all this week, right, James? We didn't do yeah. the weather either. But uh, all this week, warm, you know, really, really warm. All yeah. next week, it's supposed nice. to be cold, you know, cooler. Yeah. So that expansion and contraction in and of itself uh, can can start the pothole process. And it doesn't have to be winter. We're still in fall. Exactly. And all of those potholes should have been filled by now yeah. um, so that, you know, the oncoming cold weather, which causes the asphalt uh, once it's frozen and then it melts to expand and crack, then we're ready for that. Yeah. So, and it comes out. So I, I too, would. But I, I really uh, loved uh, it was a driver. It was a, a an over-the-road truck driver who pointed out that there are other states that have uh, their uh, the, the paint on their their highway markings is so much more uh, bright, visible, uh, visible. Yeah. Uh, and that helps, especially in the rain, you know, as they were saying, a rain in the rain. So, uh, and rain is the worst to drive in. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. So, uh, go ahead, uh, Anonymous, go ahead. Oh, uh, yes. I, I'm uh, in uh, zip code 46218, and something's going on with our water in this neighborhood for some reason. Uh, there's a, uh, my wife, I talked to several of my neighbors, and in the in the in the bathtubs, there there's film left over when we boil water. Uh, for example, eggs. Uh, there's this white film that appears in the pots. Yeah, we're just trying. Yeah, we're just trying to figure out really what's going on with this water. Huh. Uh, we've gotten so now. You know, we've been literally bathing with bought water. We, well, have you? Who have you called and talked to about it? 
I have. I'm really just you. This is my first call, actually. Yeah, you need to. Right. Yeah. yeah, we're not. To, yeah, you need to call and find out the, the the water and the utility. Who's your water slash utility sewage with? Okay, it's uh, uh it's local uh, uh C- citizens. Citizens. Okay, call citizens right away. You betcha, because we're just trying to figure it out. You know, I had several yeah. neighbors to to bring that to my attention as well as me bringing it to their attention. But, okay, we'll certainly kind of So, Anonymous, citizen. before you hang up, Anonymous, do you say that your neighbors are experiencing the same problem? Yes. Yeah, y'all need, to, y'all need to get with yeah. the citizens right away. I would I would get their names and addresses and 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 let them know the yeah. you know yeah. that several people are having this problem where their water is brown. Uh, I assume that's what you said, right? In, yeah, you yeah. Film there, it, or whatever. It's, it's you know, a film. Allegedly. You betcha. And, and it's a it's a blatant film. You can literally some things you can't see with your eyes, but this here you can well, literally I, see yes. with your eyes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Give yes. me a call immediately. Yes, now call them. <laughs> that, that, that is not uh, the healthiest thing, I, I'd say. Uh, well, thank you. Thank all right. you for, for your, your information, and I'll certainly, we'll certainly contact citizens. Okay, thank you. Please do right away. <laughs> thank you, because that, that could be dangerous. Uh, yeah, it could be. be, yeah. be da- uh, James Skye has informed me that uh, the, the same woman keeps calling her about, uh, we have not mentioned that the House elected a speaker, and who is it? Uh, but the, uh, Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did several times, but we will mention it again. Republican Mike Johnson. Johnson has been elected Speaker of the House of Representatives. Um, he is a uh, again a Republican Louisiana. from Louisiana. Uh, he is an election denier. Denier. Uh, he yeah. is a staunch conservative and um, is uh, you know is key to the party's extreme uh, well not extreme right but certainly far right uh, wing. Uh, so there you have it. So. Yeah. Um, there he is. He has come out um, in a couple more positions uh, yeah. opposed to mm-hmm. more military aid to Ukraine without, you know, um, voted me or mm-hmm. in, in his words, uh, we need to, you know, figure out uh, where this is going and how much uh, money we, we're going to send them uh, and put some checks and balances on it when, yeah. you know, uh, uh, Russia attacked them illegally and is occupying their, that's an occupation, yeah. uh, took over their land. And uh, the, the, the other thing is, uh, you know, he is also, uh, you know, a, a scrutiny about um, uh, long-time uh, programs such as uh, he, he's, he's opposed to, uh, you know, just uh, keeping uh, up with inflation for long-time programs like Social Security, disability, yep. things like that. Yep, so. yep, yep. Staunch uh, Trump supporter. Yep. Election oh. denier, as we said, and uh, voted to shut down the government, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah, he wants to get. So he, he's one of these obstructionists that says, burn it down, shut it down. But that's our that's the speaker. That's that's who yep. the speaker of the House is. So um, anyway, uh, James, early voting uh, now underway, as we talked about. We talked about that, too. So uh, hopefully the caller has heard us. And on Saturday. Saturday here in Marion County, uh, Marion County, the early vote centers will open. There will be eight of them that will open. Uh, Their hours will be 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. I'm sorry, not till 3, 11 a.m. until 6. Well, I'm, I'm doing even more voter suppression.
question there. <laughs> eleven. What is it? Eleven a.m. Uh, until. Yeah. No, I've got it here. I don't know why I said that. Uh, it's eleven to yeah, eleven to six. Yeah, eleven to six. I'm just guessing. I think it is. No, th- I, I've got it right here in front of me. Okay. okay. Yeah, eleven a.m. until six. Uh, yeah. There, it's not until five. It's until six. So. Yeah. Uh, so now the city county building is until five. City county building is until five. Uh, the vote centers uh, in Marion County, the eight uh, that are going to be open as of eleven a.m. on Saturday, the Cato Township Government Center, Franklin Township Government Center, MSD Lawrence Education and Community Center, Perry Township Government Center, the Pike Library Branch, St. Luke's United Methodist Church, Thatcher Park Community Center, and Warren. Townships Government Center. So um, yeah. all of those plus, uh, me, uh, let's see, Hamilton, Hendricks, Boone, Johnson, and Hancock County locations, all of those are on our website, praiseindy.com, uh, the hours and the locations. Uh, Brenda, go ahead. We can get you in here before we have to take off. Go ahead. Hi. 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 I was just uh, calling about the early voting it's on Saturday, and I won't be here, but I have a son that need, and a husband that needs to do uh, absentee voting. So how would I do that? Uh, vote by mail deadline um, is, t- oh, boy, tomorrow, isn't it, the 26th? Uh, yeah, well, I what, believe you're right, Anna. I believe I heard that. Don't they usually send out a form or something for the ones that usually do absentee voting? Not yeah, it? and I heard um, I, I heard your guest yesterday, Tina, uh-huh. you had her on um, from Common Cause. Yeah, uh, Julia. Julia Vaughn. Julia, yeah. I heard Julia. And uh, she said, if you have that absentee form, actually, it's going to be too late to get it by mail yeah, now. Yeah, you're not going to be able to do it. go down to the city county yeah. building, yeah, and get that form and have them walk that down there um, uh, or, uh, you know, have them walk that down there or, uh, you know, make sure that they get it. Because I think the 26th is the deadline. Midnight tomorrow, yeah. I think yeah, she said midnight tomorrow. Yeah. Is that right, Tina? Yeah, to get, get it, it in. It's got to, so, there's no there's no more by mail anymore. They have all the yeah. applications have to be in by tomorrow. So you're going to have to walk so it in. Took it home Can you go to you, the election board? Uh, on- yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can go there. Yeah, that's downtown. That's downtown city, city county, county building. building, 200 East Washington Street. You can get that okay. form, and I would fill it out. You've got to get it in yeah. by tomorrow, or else. So, are you guys going to be out of town for the election? No, I'm going to be out of town on Saturday for the uh, early voting. Well, there'll be there'll be oh, another there'll weekend be... of early voting. You can do it again. Yeah, you can do okay, it. Okay, because I have a son that is uh, deaf and mm-hmm. artistic, but he's old enough and he has uh, signed up to vote. And my okay. What okay. voting center are you? Vote. What voting center are you near, uh, Brenda? Uh, Bethel. Bethel. Bethel's that's on election day. What what township do you live in? Marion. No, no you no, live no, in no. Marion County. What that's township are you in? What what town? Center. What side of town? Where where do you live? Center. Then you said the city county building is the closest one. Okay, you live in center, yeah, city, county. Center, city county. You will be so. able to early vote when you get back from from wherever you're going. Yeah, you can still do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, so I guess my question is, when I bring my son down, yes, uh, by him being artistic and deaf, 
will I be able to help him? You would have to talk to the, I I think you should be able to, especially if he is someone who is definitely in need of services. But double check with the judges and the folks that are there. That's most definitely. definitely. You know, we went together yesterday, Mm -hmm. Tina, Mm -hmm. and you can actually, we've done this before. Even if you and I went in there, Tina, and, and we were at different little bowling, uh, voting tables, mm-hmm. you could call me over and say, hey, James, do you think I should vote for Yes, you'll be able to help him, but like yeah. Tina said, check with them. for Make sure, yeah, service. because I don't want your vote to be uh, invalidated or his. Right. Uh, just let him know that he's someone in need of services, okay? Okay. I All right. Will. Okay, thank you. And James, there was a, Sky has alerted me that there was somebody that wanted to know, <laughs> they wanted to know if the Pike Township Library was a place that they could go and early vote. I'm going to read this list again. Yeah. I'm going to read this for the fourth time. Bless your heart. We, You know what? That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. And radio has just come and go, so people may have not, you know, they may have missed it. But absolutely, positively, yes, the Pike Township Library Branch at 6525 North Zionsville Road is one of the eight satellite locations for early voting that opens this Saturday starting at 11 a.m. from 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. I'm going to go over them again. Uh, And if you can't find them, just go to our website, okay? But these are the satellite sites, these vote centers, and you don't have to be near these. It's just that these are, these are the ones that are going to be open. You can go to any one of these if you want or down to the city county building, okay? Decatur Township Government Center, 5410 South High School Road. Uh, the Franklin Township Government Center, 6231 South Arlington Avenue. The MSD Lawrence Education and Community Center, 6501 Sunnyside Road. The Perry Township Community, excuse me, the Perry Township Government Center, 4925 Shelby Street. The Pike Library Branch, Pike Library Branch, yes, 6525 North Zionsville Road. St. Luke's United Methodist Church, 100 West 86th Street. The Thatcher Park Community Center, 4649 West Vermont Street. And the Warren Township Government Center, 501 North Post Road. Again, these eight centers, in addition, in addition to the City County Council building, CCB will be open on Saturday, and the hours for the CCB and these eight vote centers is 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. If you don't make it this weekend, there's one more weekend of early voting at these vote centers. Got it? I mean, it's perfect, Tina. Perfect. You've said it many times, and we may have to say it many more. You know what? I don't mind saying I'll say it a thousand times to get people to vote. I don't care. That's right. I mean, I do not mind saying it at all. But, James, uh, we'll be back on Friday. Uh, and, again, uh, congratulations. I want to say this right now to all of our uh, pastors and clergy uh, who we will be celebrating and saying thank you to tomorrow over at the Walker. And, again, we'll be back here live with you on Friday. Uh, James, thanks, as always, for being here with us. Hey, my good pleasure. Indeed. And uh, again, that's all the time we have for now. Encore show tomorrow. Encore show tomorrow. Back live on Friday. For James Patterson, thank you, James. I'm Tina Cosby, and this is Community Connection.